Welcome, Soul Tribe, to Deep Soul Awakenings with your hosts, Chastity Ryan and Millie Franco. Get ready to shed some light on the unspoken aspects of spiritual and healing journeys. Hey, guys, and welcome to this week's episode. It's good to be back. And I just want to say quickly, thank you to everyone for all the well wishes. As you know, I wasn't feeling too great last week, but I'm here, I'm back. We're ready to go. And also, thank you for the birthday wishes. We both celebrated our uh, solar returns, right, Billy? Yeah. Yours was yesterday. Mine's was Friday. So uh, feeling the elevation, (laughs) (laughs) feeling the elevation from spirit um, for my solar return. I'm sure you are, too. And Mm -hmm. shout out to everyone else, Aqua Gang, that's celebrating theirs right now. But uh, yeah, without further ado, I leave it to you, Millie. Yeah, so I'm so excited, guys. Um, we have our special guest today. He is amazing. And I feel like I could say all of the things that would not even begin to capture an ounce of the bright, beautiful, freaking spirit that he is. Um, but he is my mentor. So I'd like to welcome Miguel Gonzalez. So he is the founder of the Royal Air Force the creator of Omni Essence Activations, if you don't know, find out about it. The creator of Energetically Charged Talismans. I urge all of you, please, 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 please check out his talismans because they are so freaking beautiful and mind-blowing that you guys are going to thank me. So, yes. And above all else, an incredibly, incredibly powerful medicine man which we are so happy that he is here talking with us and talking with you guys and sharing all of that beautiful, beautiful energy that he is. So without further ado, we ask Miguel, tell us about yourself, your humble beginnings. How did you start on this path? Like, we just want to know about you. Okay. um, First of all, thank you for having me, for inviting me to this amazing podcast. Um, The name itself is... um, beautiful you know deep soul awakening and you know that is exactly what is happening on a on a global scale you know it seems yeah. happening everywhere and so for me um where i began this journey i mean i got thrown right into the frying pan from birth i will say that you know i i was born in san juan puerto rico and uh, right from the very beginning, you know, I was uh, in the middle of turmoil. You know, uh, I had a lot of uh, family uh, distortions and wars. And, you know, being in Puerto Rico for this past last month for a month and a half, I was able to reconnect with what that meant for me. Um, And so for me, it was just incredible to reconnect with who I am and where I came from. My humble beginnings, I actually went back to the home where I was born and saw exactly, you know, the place and the neighborhood and the energy, the vibration, the frequency of the island. For me, that just brought me back to the beginning. Okay, this is where you started. And, you know, Growing up in Puerto Rico until the age of five, there was a lot of uh, conflict, trials and tribulations that I endured, you know, 
first and foremost, I was uh, able to witness uh, death firsthand, you know, with a family member. You know, I was a witness to a murder at a young age, at that oh, wow. tender age of four, right? And um, then after that, shortly after that, I, I moved, my family moved to Brooklyn, New York. And if you know Brooklyn, New York, then Brooklyn you... in the house. <laughs> yep, all around. Yep, we're all from Brooklyn, all Brooklyn, so you already know. Yeah, you know, that's a whole nother concrete jungle in itself. That's a whole nother environment that, you know, it's a, it really tests your metal. It will test your metal. Oh, yeah. So for me, I was just already uh, conscious and aware, you know, very, very aware. Moving to the United States, not speaking English. And so I was just going off of vibration, body language. You know, um, at that time, I didn't understand what frequencies and vibrations were. But deep inside, I understood the feeling of what was happening around me. And so I was paying attention early. And so I grew up, uh, Millie, of course, uh, we grew up in the same neighborhood in the same block and just across the street from each other. So, I mean, you can, you can um, imagine because you was there. You don't have to imagine you was actually there, right? Yeah, right so, with you. Um, growing up, it was just uh, a struggle after struggle, tribulation after tribulation. And these things just spark, spark me inside to, to, to figure out what's going on. Why am I here? I was asking these questions early in life. And I grew up in a Catholic home, um, very religious, but not, you know, too devoted as well. It's like a weird combination. Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, I mean, literally, I just started uh, soaking in the environment soaking in everything that was happening around me and in new york city it's uh it's very potent with with multiple cultures and you 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 develop very quickly living in that environment you pick up a lot of things very early you see a lot of things you know kind of uh, before your time absolutely so true. yep <laughs> that is so on point and I, yeah. and I really love the fact that you brought up uh, that you were born and raised in Puerto Rico and, and having that homecoming again, kind of things coming full circle for you when you returned. And for me, it was actually the opposite because I'm New Yorican. I was born and raised in New <laughs> York City. And the first time I went to Puerto Rico was kind of literally, it felt like an activation you know like oh absolutely <laughs> i'll tell you as soon as i landed it was like i felt the energy of my ancestors immediately it was like it was such a huge spiritual uh, experience and feeling and uh there was just so much of that on the island just touching mm -hmm. the ground you know just mm -hmm. seeing um statues you know like when uh i believe it was in isabella that they have the statue the taino statue mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um it's really carved into a mountain it's gorgeous it's beautiful it, i mean it's 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 powerful i mean there's sometimes you don't have words for these monuments no mm -hmm. you just have to be there and experience it you know and 
not to go too much into detail as far as um, the things that I endured as a child, but to, to, to put it, you know, so you can understand, I grew up in a single parent home. You know, I had a stepfather that came into my life by the time that I was seven. And, you know, I was exposed to, to what we call, you know, broken homes, right? Mm-hmm. And so my mother, and I'm one of seven, right? So, you know, big family. Like you got <laughs> to get it while you can, get in where you can fit in kind of uh, environment. And so she was always, she always, uh, I was always looking at her and seeing her and how she was managing uh, running a household. Mm-hmm. And so for me, uh, she became my first superhero so to speak right the first person that i was able to see and witness uh do things that it just seemed impossible right yeah it's beautiful so so for me um early i developed that that awareness of of the divine feminine the divine mother and as i grew up um you know i have i developed different different talents you know, I have myself, I was born with many gifts. And so being in New York City, I was able to actually uh, dig in a little deeper into these gifts and create skills out of them. And so um, I was exposed to a lot. And, you know, I went into the modeling industry. I went into the music industry. I went into the to the movie industry, you know, and everywhere that I looked, I was, since I already had this awareness that was activated in me early, I was able to see the exploitation of the divine feminine. Yeah. I was able to see it in all genres and in all industries. And for me, that just kept, you know, kept hitting me like, okay, what, why is this happening? What is this? Yeah. And I can, I can see that too, because growing up with you, I feel like where we grew up, it was always such a different experience for me when it came to like the masculine energy that I was around Mm -hmm. and it was never the best energy, but Mm -hmm. growing up, I remember you always being a safe space for me when it came to that energy and like a safe space for me to just actually be myself and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. So when it's, when you tell me like, I've always had that awareness of divine feminine energy, I'm like, yeah. And you've always given like, to that feminine energy that sense of like hey i'm okay here i'm safe here mm-hmm. yeah right. so you know that's that's that in itself you know will will open up pandora's box for for anyone right and Most so, definitely <laughs> yeah seriously and yeah. so you know i was into my origins i started asking myself questions i just asked a lot of questions to myself because i spent a lot of time by myself i would be in the rooftops i would be in treetops anywhere i'd go i was curious and i would spend time by myself and just observe observe the 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 neighborhood observe people you know and how and their behaviors and I used to move a lot. My mother moved a lot to a lot of different places in Brooklyn before I ended up um, in 43rd Street, right, in 9th Avenue. And so I was always uh, used to developing a connection and then being taught 
naturally not to develop an attachment because I would, you know, get uprooted again and again and again. And so I did develop connection with, with every place I went to, but then also I developed this ability or this awareness that you can't become completely attached to everything and to everyone. And so I just started asking myself questions. Hey, what are my origins? Where do I come from? And, you know, once you start asking questions, the universe just starts providing answers and clues and signs and, you know, gives you little gems and nuggets here for you to follow. And, you know, I just started, you know, paying attention more, paying attention more. And then I just started going into history, started researching history, just started digging, leaving like no stone unturned. And so I started um, dabbling with lucid dreaming because my dreams were very potent, even as, mm-hmm. as early as I can remember. Like I would remember my dreams vividly and, you know, that was my, my teacher, I will say. Mm-hmm. So I used to, um, a lot of ways that I used to act out were directly related to the dreams I used to have. And so there was nowhere I can go to get any explanations about this because nobody was talking about it, right? Nobody was sitting down. Schools are not teaching you this. Um, and so I would develop this personal relationship with myself. And just that's how it kept going and it kept going. And so going into my dreams, I just, you know, they started getting more powerful, more lucid. And, you know, I experienced things in there that you, you can only imagine, you know, it's fanciful sci-fi kind of uh, experiences that started to bleed into the reality for me, into right. the physical reality for me. Like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, always, I always loved that show as a kid, you know, because it really piqued my interest of the outer limits of the things beyond the mm. the 3d realm so i remember as a kid when i would watch twilight zone i would just be immersed because uh-huh. yeah because it was always that concept that you know kind of ideology of the twilight zone you have entered a new realm and mm. you know the whole remember the intro would just capture you and i yeah, think the, the theme song is very catchy <laughs> yeah. that too that too right if so only that, you knew that that was just like a little peek of what you were actually going to experience. Oh just like you knew space. you knew what time it was, right? You yeah. knew what time it was when that came on. You were like, no. "Oh, it's the Twilight Zone. Let's go. Let's. It's about to go down." So yeah, and so, so uh, okay. So real quick, and and that's how the talismans that I create now, you know, came to be. Okay, I was in a dream, and I was being taught in my dream by an elder how to create talismans and you know I lived the whole life in these dreams where I was you know creating these talismans and you know he was just sitting there coaching me mentoring me telling me what they're for and this is happening at the same time that I'm doing all this research into my origins and you know digging deeper digging deeper beyond you know the history that we know about the patriarch patriarchy and then i started dabbling into the matriarchy because again i'm in a planet it's mother nature 
all I see is my mother. She's the one that's, you know, making things happen. Um, I'm having trouble with, you know, with the religion that I'm being brought up in because there's no mention of the divine feminine. And, you know, there's the stories, you know, of, okay, we came out of a, you know, she came out of the rib and all this stuff. And I'm like, but how, you know what I mean? All I know is I came out of a womb, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so all of these common sense, logical, you know, questions just started like getting answered for me and, and, and things just started revealing themselves to me. And in a dream, I, I created these talismans and I woke up and I retained all of the information, all of the awareness around it. And it just hit me like a, like a bag of bricks. You're supposed to create these things mm-hmm. to uplift, empower, activate, you know, and um, go ahead and heal what yeah. you're seeing needs healing in the world. And at that time, it was for me, the divine feminine because of all the different industries I was a part of and the way that I grew up. So it's kind of like, you know, it was like laid out for me, really, you know. And, you know, of course, you go deeper and then you you realize, oh, man, I, I agreed to come in here. Oh, I, I, you know, there's reincarnation. And it just keeps going. And then it just more confirmation one after another. And I always work with my hands. And, you know, one talent leads to another talent one skill leads to another skill and before you know it you know um all of the floodgates open up to, for me and then all of the answers just start pouring so okay and that's how i even was able to uh, get into the energy work that i do today you know i started um, realizing you know mother nature's being destroyed and so because of that, I learned about plants and plant spirit medicine and started just connecting the dots, connecting the dots. And that's how energy work and being a medicine man came about for me. So I have one more question because now it's, I'm, I'm, I'm enthralled, right? I'm like in, intrigued now. For everyone that's listening, um, how exactly do the talismans work? Like when you're incorporating it into your daily work? Well, it's a meditation. It's a obedience to spirit. And it's a relationship that you develop with yourself, the universe, mother nature, and it's living in each being. And so the, the crystals, they all have different properties. They all have different powers just like each of us have different powers that um amplify what already is inside of you because all is self all things you know nature the elements uh human beings we all you know are created of star stuff right and and basically it's about the chemistry between these different elements and so the way that these talismans, talismans work is through the power of invocation, the power of calling things into being, the power of um, speaking reality into existence. Because once you activate and you realize that you know you create your reality, 
and that you are a co-creator with, you know, you're like little G God co-creating with big G God at the same time. So once you develop that relationship and you develop that connection, you will realize that you can infuse and channel power into any object. And so for me being in the modeling industry and seeing that everything's about fashion, I was like, okay, I can create these, these pieces of jewelry and they can wear it and they can be protected while they're in these worlds of, of, that are low frequency for their protection. This is me just listening to spirit and going with what I'm being told. Yeah. And so um, that's how these things work. I mean, I can go much deeper, you know, but it's like, that'll be the, the whole episode. In I know. A whole, <laughs> well, we, we would love yeah, to I have can, you back I know. to get to Ooh. get deeper yeah. into this so and let me tell you you mentioned that you had the dream and that you had like this spirit and this ancestor spirit and it was like as soon as you said that i felt it and it's so strong and so powerful that let me tell you, i'm sitting here and i'm i have goosebumps everywhere and i'm literally like shaking because i feel it so strong so i just had to let y'all know that like yo Oh my goodness! <laughs> the, force, right. the force is the force is strong. The force is strong. <laughs> the force is strong indeed. Yeah, and it this is an amazing concept, and it kind of touches on something that I had mentioned in a previous episode. And you remember, Millie, you and I rapped about this about the fact that as human beings, we are receptive to symbols, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you think about the Holy Cross, or mm-hmm. you know, you think about the Star of David. All these symbols evoke a feeling evoke uh a certain uh energy a frequency right so when you're talking about these talismans it really embodies uh the fact that we as as like you said co-creators can um get in touch with our own personal power through something tangible even if it's in through our mind's eye Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if you're concentrating on a symbol through your mind's eye, or even like you said, holding a crystal or some sort of uh, tangible object in your hand or something along that lines. You know, a lot of people wear talismans around their neck, right? They wear talisman mm-hmm. pendants or on their bracelet or so on and so forth. And that that is extremely powerful. And, and I feel that it's a way to really harness and focus because, you know, I, I'm sure some of you that are listening or I'm sure some of you guys could relate. Um, that I get, I get ADD sometimes. I get spiritual ADD. I am so like, uh, you know, I'm in, in multi-dimensional mode. Like I'm focusing on this and that and all these things. And I feel like sometimes I just need to, like, rein it, like, like reel it, yeah. reel it back in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and to dial all of those things back in, <laughs> yeah. and kind of like yeah. anchor them in because we are multi-dimensional beings. This all is day. Uh, thing. So we're constantly yeah. operating on multiple dimensions. And um, we tend to forget that our physical body is here. Yes. Right. And there's there's work to be done here, which is why we're here. And um, so, yeah, we got to pull these energies, you know, pull these teachings, pull, pull these activations in and anchor them down to where we are. So it's like um, just calling in all your power, calling in, um, from multiple lifetimes and multiple dimensions and multiple realities 
into beingness, into a center point to where you are. You know, you are really the universe wrapped up in this body. And so um, that's what these talismans um, assist and support and promote for you. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, they look beautiful at the same time because it's like, how can I get your attention and heal you at the same time if 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 all you're thinking about is the the glamour and glitz, then I have to go into those worlds where you are and meet you where you are to bring you this medicine because yeah. it's it's medicine, you know, and it's about healing. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I'm doing, I'm I'm, I'm listening to all this about the divine feminine, and I'm in in, in this planet, and, and I'm raised by by a mother. But but I'm a boy. I'm a guy. What is my role here? <laughs> you know, right. So, so where's the divine masculine? What does this mean? And you know, and then you just dig deeper, and you realize that you that you have both of these energetics inside of you. Exactly. Right. And you have both of these energies uh, at your disposal, and that's where the balance comes in. Because uh, once you get to know that piece of information, then you start dabbling into what these energies really how they how they work and how they mingle how you fuse them together and you know just to answer your question when you said that you're over here you're over there you know but you but you got to do work here that's uh the divine masculine up there and the divine feminine down here and it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. finding a way to bring them into unification right so that way, you know, you will broaden and expand your awareness and consciousness of the reality. And you will be able to see the potential that you actually have access to once you're able to see from that place of balance and harmony. Right. It, that's well said. Thank you so much for that. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, at this point in the game, guys, you know, and this is the thing. And I say this all the time. You know, we are learning and growing until we transition over to that next phase right so and i also i have actually a post-it right here on my desk that says it's a bruce lee quote you know a true master is always willing to learn mm. so you know Indeed. we've all mm. been in the game for a long time with this on this spiritual path but there's always new things to learn there's always new methods to try and and to open and expand on this you know, so talking to you now, that's been really helpful. Cause like I said, um, when I have those ADD moments, like I said, um, it's sometimes a, a struggle to harness in and like mm -hmm. anchor. So I'm really, I'm really going to apply that now. And, um, just one more thing I want to ask, actually, I'm sorry, I'm full of, I'm full of questions, Billy. I know hey, it's like, wait, I'm full of okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to be I'm honest like... with you guys. We're, it's like, the conversation is so divinely guided that we're touching on everything that we wanted to touch anyway. It's just natural. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Indeed. So I just wanted to ask like for, for all the newbies out there, people that are new to this path, like where do they start with this work with embodying the divine masculine, the feminine and applying the talismans? Well, um, my, suggestion is to be still stay still for a moment um with 
the amount of speed and the high rate that this world is moving in right now, sometimes it'll be difficult to capture anything, a message, um, and a, uh, a piece of awareness. And so we have to like slow that down, be still, start dabbling into meditation, right? Start, start asking those questions because the thing about it is once you start asking these questions to yourself in silence, the answers will begin to reveal themselves. There's going to be signs. There's going to be synchronicities that are going to just confirm the direction you ought to be moving. Mm. And don't rush. Don't try to cut corners on anything because that's the fastest way you can probably be running around in circles, right? And so also look onto the people that inspire you. See who's actually doing the work that you desire to do. Pay attention, study, observe, listen, and um, hire somebody that is actually um, living their purpose. Yeah. Um, with the talismans, you know, because this is energy. This is Ashe. And, and not everybody's energy is in balance. You know, everyone's trying to figure things out here. So it's important to, to find the community, find your tribe, find yourself so you can see your tribe when you meet them. Right. And then get involved. You know, so there's no real, there's not, there's no, there's not one road to, to ascension. There's many roads lead to the same destination. Right. So you got to look at yourself at where you are, accept yourself for where you are and then begin to dare to dream. You know, start, start, start to envision what you want your life to be like, what you want to figure out, because it's all in the mind. Right. You tell your mind, hey, I want to do this. And your mind is going to find a way to bring all these things into your radar to see if you pick up on it. You know, so it's like the, I've, I know we've all heard this before. It may sound cliche, but it's, it's like really how it is as a man thinketh, So he is. And so it all depends on, on, on what you're paying attention to. Cause that's, that's where the true currency is today is what you're paying attention to. Yeah. As you can see, everyone's uh, worried and concerned with likes and followings and views. And so it's about what are you paying attention to is what you're going to receive in return. So what are you feeding your mind? What are you putting in your body? Get to know your body, how it works. Like people don't ask questions because they can't see their organs. So they don't know what's going on in, inside their body, but they can see their skin, which is like the biggest organ we have. And we only focus on what we look like, but we don't really go inside and, and figure out how these different energy centers work together. And so it's all about going within. It's all about going within. If you want to get out there, go inside. Is all I'm going to say about that. Amazing. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Amazing words and so spot on. Like we're about that life here in this podcast. This is what we talk about. Uh, And this has been the journey, really. 
of what the Deep Soul Awakenings, you know, platform is, you know, about doing the inner work. Mm-hmm. And, and that's always the root of it all. Absolutely. And yeah, so that that's just uh that's just confirmation I feel. <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah, what yeah. you said too of like what you feed yourself. I feel like before we started having so many conversations and reconnecting and all of that stuff, I wasn't aware of that. Mm. And it's like you planted the seed of awareness in me that it's like all of a sudden I'm I'm thinking and I'm reflecting and I'm looking at my community because you know your community feeds you so much too. Absolutely. And in shifting that, and even in just my connection with you, it's like, because before we started having deep conversations, I didn't realize how fucked my relationship with the masculine energy was. And that I was literally just an embodied embodiment of fucking masculine energy. And there was like no balance. Right. And then in working with you and talking to you and understanding and having all these seeds planted, it's like, I've learned, I have developed a such of trust with you and I feel so safe with you that in that I've noticed that becoming like a reflection in all of my relationships when it comes to the divine masculine and it giving me like such an opportunity to balance and get more in touch with my divine feminine that it's like now I'm so conscious of all of the things that I'm feeding myself that it's like my perception of everything has changed so much Right, and it's like um Someone had told me before that I was judging the ocean by like a drop of water. And when they said it, I didn't get it. And then now I'm like, yo, fuck, you're right. Because that drop of water ain't shit when it's compared to the whole fucking ocean. (laughs) So it's like my perception now, especially of the divine masculine, is like, no, like divine masculine, it's empowering. It's, It's a balance. It is like this beautiful fucking force. It's not what I thought it was. Because right. what I thought it was is nothing, nothing like what it actually is. Right. Yeah. You know, what you was experiencing was the divine masculine in, in its shadow side, right? Uh, the unhealed masculine, uh, the unhealed feminine. And, you know, uh, oftentimes that comes from our upbringing, the programming, the traumas, and also, you know, these it's in your DNA, it's epigenetic, it's passed down uh, from generation to generation. And then you get to this point where you have to unravel that story and begin to pretty much unpack all the things that you've packed into your consciousness and then begin to, to, it's like spring cleaning of of your mind, of your spirit and your body and your emotions. And all of this programming, it's its what you call shadow work. You got to do the shadow work. And then on top of the shadow work, there's what we call inner child work, right? Because as a child, you're growing up and you, your your brain and your subconscious mind is, is, is being developed as a child with all of the things that it's being fed. And so this is, this is the work, right? This is the work, especially here in, in, in Western culture. Um, we have been um, heavily indoctrinated with many different um, teachings and and things of that nature that have uh, set the stage 
for the amount of shadow work we have ahead and, and the amount of healing that is required, not just for ourselves, but for, for, for our ancestors, generations before, and also our descendants moving forward. That's another thing is uh, connecting with your ancestors because they hold major keys for us. They hold major information and guidance and protection as well. So the more you, the deeper you go into spirituality, you will realize that there is a world out there that no one even knows about. And I'm not going to say no one, but the majority of the world doesn't know about, you know, and, and it's like the, the tip of the iceberg, everything underneath it is all of this unknown mystery. And, you know, once you begin to deep dive into what that is, you begin to, to retrieve all of these treasures that are buried deep inside of your subconscious, buried deep inside of your history, buried deep inside of, you know, the, your awareness. Um, and so it just keeps, it, 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 there's a never, it's infinite. There's a never ending story there, right? Yeah, and we're infinite beings, and so there's no no reason to rush anywhere, because you ain't going nowhere, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're here. We're the here. Long haul. So, mm-hmm. for so as we're long as you yeah. as long as it takes, right? We're here for as long as we're allowed to be here. So, mm-hmm. you know, because I, at the end of the day, essentially, uh, this is what being woke or staying woke is is a being awakening to the self Mm -hmm. that's what it is like everybody's like oh you know everybody talks about what woke culture is or being woke or staying woke it's awakening to yourself that's what it is like awakening uh, (laughs) to yourself and you know it's it's really about just being conscious right yeah you're conscious and aware of yourself your reality, your surroundings, and it's only when you're unaware of something that it affects you in ways that you have no idea why things are happening because yeah. you're not aware, you're not conscious of it. Yeah. And, and so that to me is what being woke actually means, being aware once you start seeing things from your inner eye, from your first eye, it's like everything else changes yeah the whole reality changes you're not gonna see things the way you used to see them before yeah and, and, and then you have to go through the whole process of, of, of you know all of these uh vibrations of and frequencies of shame guilt and then you have to reconcile with forgiveness and really learning how to let go of things and it's baby steps, but you know, as, as the deeper you go, the the greater the steps are. Right. But at the same time, the easier things get because now you're mm-hmm. now you know how to position yourself because you're conscious and you're aware. You see things coming before they happen, so you know where to position yourself in order to benefit the greatest from the reality. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you knew there was a tsunami or hurricane or whatever, if you knew something was coming, you would be in a better position to protect yourself and, you know, to move accordingly. 
So when you're unconscious and you're unaware of things, you get hit right when you get hit with it. And that wakes you up as well, which is very similar to what happened to me early in life. I was getting hit with things right away, you know, kind of like a wake up call. Hey, wake up, wake up. This is going to keep happening until you pay attention to why it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's how it went down for me too. Same. Me too. But like <laughs> definitely that shift in consciousness is like amazing because it's like you go from this place, this like victim mindset of feeling like everything is happening to you. Right. And when you're thinking everything is happening to you, well, guess what? It's going to keep fucking happening to you. <laughs> and then it's like all of a sudden this consciousness shift happens and you become aware and you're like, nah. Everything is happening for me. So this happened to me. And in that moment, I thought that this was the worst thing that happened in my life. But you know what? Because that happened, I did X, Y, and Z. And now I'm here and shit is better. And you know what? I've grown so much that things are flowing to me with ease. And I'm no longer forcing things to happen. It's flowing to me in such a way that it's so peaceful and beautiful. And you're just like, oof, fuck yeah. yeah." You know? All the snaps. Here we go. (laughs) And I think now that we're talking about this, trusting the process, trusting, trusting yourself first. And I, I think that's always a question that's asked as well with this, right? Like, how do we start, uh, start trusting, trusting yourself, even, even if you make mistakes, nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a believer that there's no accidents because whatever happens it leads you to where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. You know? And that that's so essential to this. I think so many times because our egos take over and we want to say, Oh, I, I don't I don't want to make the same mistakes twice. You know what I'm saying? That what happens? You make the same mistakes over because you're already in that mindset. Like you, like you mentioned, Miguel, about what you focus on. If you're focusing on making mistakes and not making the same mistakes, guess what's going to show up? You know what I mean? So it's like relinquishing that control and allowing and trusting yourself to, you know, go where you need to go, wherever it leads you, you know? And knowing that your ancestors have your back. Your ancestors have your back in a way that no one else in this world will ever have your back. And they will give you a protection that you have never known in life. And any time that you have had something happen to you that suddenly it shifted and it went better and things just balanced themselves and ended up so beautiful, that's your ancestors. That's your ancestors guiding you, leading you. The things that you hear in your head when you ask a question and you know damn well you don't know the answer but all of a sudden you hear the answer in your head and you follow what they tell you to do when it leads to something beautiful it's all divinely guided you just need to trust yourself you just need to hear it you need to allow it and that's that's what brings me to be still you know um because those messages those 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 um that guidance we tend to 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 not hear it to not pay attention to it, not trust it, you know, write it off as just a random thought or feeling. Um, especially nowadays that we live in a world that's gimme, gimme, now, 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 high demand. Um, I need to get from point A to point B right now. And the way that I uh, tell, you know, the young men coming up and, and other peers and 
brothers, sisters, and you know, you see the prize, you see the goal, these are your desires, you wish to get here, there's a staircase, you see the staircase, but you have to take the steps. You have to take the steps. There is no, I'm going to jump from the basement level to the rooftop. You know, that's, you're not going, you're, you're going to miss out on, on, on what it takes to maintain yourself at the rooftop. And so that's why these steps are important and, and being still and listening to divine guidance is a major, major uh, practice that I emphasize a lot when I'm speaking with people. Right. It's so important. It really is. I think once you open yourself to that experience, uh, you can expand on that. Like you, you know, explain how this opens so many doors for you. you I mean, know? this, this, this uh this is a, a boost of self-esteem once you realize that the power is actually in your hands. Oh, yes it is. <laughs> like you're yes. the one that actually is in the driver's seat if you choose to be in your driver's seat and you can drive wherever you please. And so that in itself getting to that point, I mean, we're just using words but to actually get to that point of oh my god, I actually create my reality i co-create my reality i actually have a hand in this then you begin to see oh man i've been playing victim i've been mm -hmm. blaming outside forces i've been putting it off on others and not taking full responsibility it's like you're a little god and so because of that you have the power of creation in you and when once you embrace that, you'll be able to go ahead and embody that. Once yeah. you embody that, then you just now you're at the center, now you're at the driver's seat. Now yeah. now life begins. You yeah, know? Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, so I just like what you said with the staircase, that resonated with me like oof. Because I remember I would have conversations with you and I would be like, Miguel, I don't understand. It's like, I'm here and I'm vibrating so high and I'm feeling so good. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm falling and I'm smacking and hitting the floor and I don't get what's going on. And it's literally, like you said, it was like, I was climbing up the steps two at a time. I was reaching into the top and falling right. back down because I wasn't taking everything that I needed to take with me. Yeah, absolutely. And now, <laughs> yeah, and believe me when I tell you, you're gonna if you're not doing the work and you're not getting what you need to get you're gonna end up smack dab on the fucking floor and you're not gonna know what hit you because it's happened to me so many fucking times oh my god and then now it's like i'm at a point where i'm just like now i'm gonna take my time and go up the steps i ain't rushing i ain't got nowhere to be i have time and if i don't finish right. it into this lifetime i got the next lifetime to keep going right and as i've done that i've seen such a shift and it's like to hear me talk even now, like when you listen to the podcast, I'm always like, yeah, I'm so happy to me, be me. And I love being me. And this is amazing. And like, I work so hard to be me. Like, how could I not be like in love with everything that I am? Oh, you know, but it's like, if you would have talked to me two years ago, that would have never sounded like anything I would have ever said, you know? <laughs> so it's like that confidence boost is real. 
so oh weird. Oh my gosh, that's that's what you call activation. That's that's the feeling of activation when you get um, a burst of awareness. You know, it's like you opened the door, you went and you peeked behind the curtain and you actually saw how the stage play was being put together. You know, and so now it gives you a different lens and a different scope perspective to look at things from. And now that's how that's how now your 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 mind is opening. It's opening up. You're seeing through through the many different vistas that are available. You start seeing the different facets of the diamond, right? I mean, that's where you are. You're a diamond. You are put under this pressure. And to become this diamond, you have to realize that you have all these different facets, all of these different points of view, all of these different sides that reflect the light that comes from you. You're reflecting back at your reality through all these different facets. And, and so you get to, once you start looking at it like that, once you start seeing that, then you start connecting with more beings. Now more people now now because you're getting to know yourself now you now you know where the other people are now you're seeing the reflection of the person and and they're mirroring back to you something that you got to take a look at you know yeah it's just so powerful you know and then you you get to the point where you're like okay what do I want to create who do I want to be right and and and, and my advice to you is be something so big go after a dream that's so big that you probably most likely won't be able to accomplish it in this lifetime because you're infinite right so so go for go for the dreams that are so big that you you may not accomplish it all in this lifetime but can you imagine the the amount of progress and the, the amount of strides you will make going for something that's lifetimes ahead of you you see what i mean so oftentimes we we have we we think small because we're only thinking about one lifetime we're only thinking about this vessel at this point in time not realizing that we're infinite beings we're 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 forever fuck yeah i think of it as what what kind of ancestor do you want to be it's perfect (laughs) What, what kind of ancestor do you want to be? How powerful do you want to be? How do you want to lead your generations? Like, how do you want to create change? How do you want for like the spiritual gifts in your fucking lineage right. and the knowledge to manifest itself in this lifetime? How do you want to help do that? And I'm I just mean, like, well, <laughs> once you get over the hump of, of death, once you get over the hump of, hey, I'm not afraid of death because I'm forever and I'm infinite. Then you realize, oh my God, I'm just transitioning over to a higher, different position where mm-hmm. I'm going to have, I'm getting a raise, I'm getting a promotion. And so from that level, I'm going to be able to have a bigger impact in the reality. You know, no matter what dimension I'm operating from. Yeah. So it's like, that's literally the conversations that I have all the time. I mean, I know. if it's I not this, I don't, <laughs> you know, and, and then you begin to attract your tribe. You begin to attract and then you realize, oh, my God, I mean, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't thinking all this stuff. I wasn't nuts. Yeah. Nope, you nope. know, there's uh, many you got to come back and talk to us about plant medicine, man. Yeah. Oh, my definitely. God. That's you a, have that's, to. You absolutely. have to. 
Absolutely. I'm just like, you're saying that. And I'm like, man, I remember, remember I told you about the time I took mushrooms and I'm sitting on the (laughs) beach and I'm like, yo, my tribe is coming. My people are coming. Like, I feel it. And I feel like they're not in New York and they're coming from different places. And let me fucking tell you, my tribe is here and they're coming and everybody's drawn to me and nobody is from New York. Everybody <laughs> is from all over the damn world. Like, they could whoops. be from other realms, from other <laughs> from I mean, other constellations. Man. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Girl, my so grandfather's nice. spirit, he, he is not from this dimension, but let me tell you, he is the most powerful and he, oof, he's the one, I, I feel him when I'm like, oh, you're one of my people. He told me, like, I feel him in my shoulder. He let me know. So, hey, (laughs) you know, it it takes time, you know, like you said, Miguel, and I'm glad you touched on that because I think people overthink it and they're like, but I want to get there. I want to get there. And they're not allowing it to happen naturally. I think Mm -hmm. where it starts is releasing those fears. Everybody fears so many things. And that is what holds you back, the fear. I think mm-hmm. once you start, like you mentioned, and I'm, I'm always saying this too, Millie, you already know about the unraveling process, Ooh. peeling back those layers one by one is letting go of those fears more and more and more. And once you kind of relinquish those fears is when you start owning your, mm-hmm. your power, owning your essence, you know, your truest potential and and like you said, we are eternal. And I think mm-hmm. that in itself, uh, just saying that as an affirmation would just, for me, it would just take away all that fear that I, all those reservations and, you know, all the apprehension that I have in myself, because what, why am I holding myself back now? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an internal so- energy. I'm an internal being, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to hold back anymore. I could just be me, like you said, Millie, and how important that is, is to just like allow yourself uh, to unravel and allow yourself to be open to that and release those fears, man, because essentially it's, you know, not to sound all bumper sticker and cliche myself, but there's nothing to fear, but fear itself. Real talk. Yeah, you you, you definitely want to... um honor the fear and lean into the fear, facing the fear, um, ask the fear questions. And even that in itself is like a, a, a meditation. That's like a ceremony. Your life is a ceremony. You know, you got to ritualize your life. And, and this, this, is, this is a delicate process of going within. You know, I, I liken it to um, those that go digging for treasures and digging up tombs and digging up um you know all of this lost information and wisdom that's in the earth right i call like what i say is it's a delicate excavation you know when you're excavating you know you're taking your time you got the brush you're brushing off these bones that are that that are buried underneath all of this all of these different layers that you mentioned right and you don't want to go ahead and just stake the bulldozer in there and just dig right away because you might destroy the treasure that's underneath, right? So you have mm-hmm. to go delicately, delicate with it, be gentle with it, and just peel layer after layer. And I promise you, you will get a lot further into yourself, taking your time, loving yourself, 
Yeah. Saying good things to yourself, speaking life over yourself. Because your life is a ceremony. And you're the master of your ceremony. I love and that. So, you gotta quote that. Yeah. Life is a ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we gotta make that a meme we gotta make that a mantra <laughs> you know, he has to have <laughs> you know like, his I mean? picture and look right. super zen and be like yo you feel his energy do that shit. that that has Listen to be patented as, <laughs> that is that has to be like yeah 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 that has to and be I, documented for sure i like, honestly think unravel was probably the first if not the second oracle card that i pulled when we started doing this podcast that's wow. right. Like, no lie. And, you know, sometimes we think, of, like, I like to think of it as emotions. Like, do you have fluidity in your emotions? Are you able to feel your emotions and release them? Or are you becoming your emotions? If you're becoming your emotions, then you're not allowing yourself to peel the layers back. You're not allowing yourself to unravel. You're not allowing yourself to feel in a way that's beneficial to you. You're staying stuck. Mm -hmm. And when you unravel and you peel those layers you allow yourself to have so much fluidity that the things that were making you so upset before you're able to stop and be like, mm, no, you know what? Am I upset about this? Should I be upset about this? Nah, you know what? I don't even need to stress that. Like that's, that's irrelevant. That's not even a thing anymore. Like I can let that go and continue with my day and, and, and see the beautiful things and see how I'm blessed and, and see so much gratitude and everything. Like I start my day with gratitude, five things that I'm grateful for five ways mm -hmm. I see abundance in my life. Miguel got me to create like affirmations that I listen to, which I've mentioned many freaking times on here, <laughs> but I listen to them every morning. And when I listen to those every morning, it's like, to me, that's, that's, that's the magic. I'm, I'm manifesting that as I listen to it, it's becoming more powerful, more powerful, more powerful. And when I listen to it now, it, it feels in no way the same as I did when I started, because when I listen to it now, I feel it through my being. And when I feel it through my being, you know, that's where my feminine energy, my my divine feminine comes in, you know, and I have a womb. I have the power of creation. Oh, my goodness. I am, I, I am literally, I give life to creation. I create from the nothingness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I'm listening to these affirmations, I'm creating, I'm manifesting, I'm, I'm becoming all of these things, and you know, and oh, yeah. So it's Speak like, on it. <laughs> When I, yes. when I think of myself now, when I listen to these things now, and I hear myself, you know, I tell myself, you are divine energy. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm divine energy. When I say I'm divine energy, I feel it through my whole being. Yeah. I feel it through my essence. I know that I am this. I know that I am powerful. I know that in those instances where I feel like I'm giving my power away, all I have to do is call my power back and it comes back to me because I am that yeah. powerful. I am in control yeah. of that, you know? So it's just like, oh, yeah, like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling it. I would say yes. this is orgasmic in a way. Right. It's like, geez, it just blows the lid off because it's so much energy, right? It's, yeah. it's uh, electrifying and magnetic at the same time, you know? Yeah. So you have this and that's huge, that balance you spoke of. Yeah, that's like huge electro that's why we are electromagnetic beings right and, and so because we have both of those energies in us and when you begin to feed that and when you begin to realize and learn um, energy management your energy how to manage your energy you begin to learn how to uh, no longer have energy leakages mm -hmm. and energy blockages because yeah. energy 
you can't get rid of energy. Energy is is like the energy we have in 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 a in a river, running through the walls, turning your lights on. All of this is current. Is it? Energy is current, and so it's like. You have to learn how to move this energy or you will blow a fuse, right? So you have to go to nature, look at nature, and she will show you everything. She is the step-by-step booklet for you to go ahead and get through life. You know, um, you see it in nature. You see it in the species. You see it in the plants. You know, it's like the cheat code. You are the cheat code. You literally are the cheat code. The cheat code is already inside of you. You already came with all of the things. Yeah. You came in with 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 the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding, the understanding, the overstanding, every type of standing that you can think of. You came, you came yeah. with it already. Right. You're just unpacking it. Yeah. You know, you you have the seed, and the seed has the potential of the plant. So. Exactly. We we we're the whole thing. And, you know, oh yeah. And once you get there, <laughs> it's Ooh. that it's that straight up Kundalini, like what you oh, just. Oh man. <laughs> what Wait, you just so, had there, Billy? Yeah. What, what you've been saying all this time, Miguel, throughout this whole episode, and what you just said, Millie, uh, that is that's Kundalini, ladies and gentlemen. That's what that is. That is a full body activation. Yeah. And I it's felt that serious. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's serious. Okay, like. And, and that's what, that's what lets you know that you are fully connected. You know, it's like that moment in the matrix when Neo finally sees the grids. Remember, he finally sees it. Remember that part? That part was like, and then he could see his hands. He could see his movement. He could see everything because now he could see he's a a, a multidimensional being finally. And he started to believe, remember, like. Throughout the whole yeah. movie, Morpheus was like, you got to believe. Yeah. yeah. And you can actually see grids when your eyes start to Oh, Because yeah. that was oh, a yeah. mind fuck for me when it happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. You <laughs> can see you them. You start believing. You start Ooh. believing to the point where you don't have to believe anymore. You mm-hmm. know. Oh, yeah. You feel. So, of course, you know, there's the steps of believing because you need to start there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the programming. Hey, do you believe in death do you believe in heaven do you believe in hell you know you you start with believing and then you start experiencing you go through that rabbit hole and then you get yourself some experience and you realize hold up i have the wisdom now so i know i don't need to believe this at this point at this level at this point i know until there's something else that i haven't reached so i have to continue to develop that awareness and that intuitive strength inside of me that knows because I am creator. I am co-creator. God doesn't, God is, God does not ask itself whether it's a creator or whether it can create or not. It just does. does. And it's like those moments where it's like, um, when you tell yourself you can't do something, my thing now is always like, well, if I tell myself I can't, I'm like, why? Who said? Who decided that I couldn't do that? Who 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 decided I had to limit myself? Or if I'm sitting and like a lot of us were raised in where it's like, oh, there's no money for that. And and you know, we can't afford to spend the things. And now I'm like, who said I can't? Who right? Who you start who pushing said, back? You start pushing back on who that. said that's a lot of money? 
that that's not a lot of money like that that's really not a lot of money that's, that's at all like that's a whole other topic right there yeah <laughs> it yeah. sure is that's a whole other episode right there that's a whole other episode right <laughs> but it's there. like when you ex- when you really experience that shift that you start to question and you start to be like man you know what i i can do all of these things like i know one thing for me with the boys in the beginning i was like oh you know i want to feed them better and i want to feed them organic but i don't have money for organic and then I, one day i was like well, if I keep telling myself I don't have money to buy organic food, I'm not going to have money to buy organic food. So I'm just going to fucking buy it. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to fucking I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. And then <laughs> let me process. tell you, right. there's no fucking difference in the money. You I'm know not, how I saw it. I'm not struggling. <laughs> there's no fucking difference. And we're eating better and we're feeling better. And like, even now, like I, I told you guys, I, I got my Reiki attunement and I stopped eating meat. And Yay! Congratulations on that. I thought that I yes. needed to eat meat, and now I'm like, I really don't need it, and I really like, I don't know why I thought that I had to eat it. I guess like growing up, you know, you have yeah. your your vegetable, your carb, and your meat, mm-hmm. and now I'm eating, and I'm just like, nah, like I want to eat a bowl of something colorful and like pretty and like vegetables and all of these beautiful things and. I feel so much fucking better where before it was like I was sitting and I was eating like a piece of steak and I I was like, oh, you know, I just feel bad inside. And now I'm like, yo, like I just ate and I feel good. Let's go do something like let's talk like let's talk about spirituality. And then I'm like, did you know that everybody you speak to as you start to wake up and you have conversations and you plant seeds, you're going to see people starting to wake up. And as they wake up and they look at you and they look at you with like a deer in headlights with these big fucking bright eyes that are like <laughs> oh my god i never fucking knew it was like this you're like yes welcome like, oh my god i'm so happy you're that's here a, like yes. oh that's, yeah that's like cross-pollination you know yes. what i mean definitely oh. we we so need to talk about reiki in detail that that needs to be a whole other episode you know and again uh millie welcome to the reiki family because yeah. We're going to have you here for like a 20-part series. Nick Alcantara is a permanent special guest. There's so much much to touch on, you know, with that, how Reiki has changed our lives. You know, like you're on on the beginning process, Millie, and I'm telling you, it's it's just going to get better and better because it changed my life. On the essence, man, like that's Reiki times like. I don't even know. Reiki times like five thousand activation. <laughs> like, yo, I, mean, I can't even just, put it into words. Idea. That's <laughs> idea. I'm telling you, because it's it's just like I said, it's that neo moment. It's that like you're in tune now. That's why they call it an attunement because you're in tune mm-hmm. with the universal life force. So now you can see, you could feel it in your body. You could taste it smell it like all your senses are yeah. activated by it and and now you can see how uh your own vessel responds yeah. to it yeah. it's like you, you know you were a channel before so. here you go it's, yeah. it's it's next level <laughs> like it's like hold my beer like you think yeah, you can yeah, tap yeah. it like hold my beer get it like, to reiki then we'll talk like, <laughs> i mean there's there's a there's so many modalities. There's so yeah. many modalities out there. And there's so many forms of healing now being revealed and, um, you know, leaked into the world. 
you know, given to the people now. Yeah. That, you know, just literally sitting in a conversation with someone of a very high frequency can shift your future. Yeah, I'm proof. Oh, yeah. You know, it, yeah. It'll shift the whole the whole reality for you. Um, because, again, you are the medicine. Yeah. This is something that my partner always emphasizes on. I am the medicine. I am the medicine. And she says it all the time. And listen, she's living proof of it. You know, she's um, one of the, if not the most powerful medicine women on the planet that I know. And I'm just, you know, blessed, happy, you know, that yeah. she's my partner. Ooh, she's, point, she because, speaks and you, oh, you feel it yeah, when she speaks so, too. Like, so it's like woof. Yeah. So, <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's the goal, right? To because we all go through these processes. Oh, oh, who's the one for me? Like I go through this. Like listen, I'm 42 years old, and it took me up until you know reaching 41, 40, 40, 41 to get to that level where I can call someone in to my reality that can now um, energetically, spiritually match what that is because she's whole i'm whole and now we become this whole new thing this whole that's m- so much more bigger than mm-hmm. yourself and, and what in doing so healing and the world yeah and what you think you are and when you realize that there's a many beings out there that are on that same level and reaching those levels that's how you create a, a global tribe because, you know, that's when you're activating these different abilities to communicate, I mean, telepathically across, you know, realms and dimensions. And so I'm excited because I feel the shift. I know the shift. I'm in the shift. I'm experiencing the shift of of everything that I saw and witnessed growing up with the divine feminine. And now she's reaching this place and this level where she's actually being put in her proper place. Mm-hmm. You know, now she is in, she's uh, positioning and pivoting into the right position that is going to um, usher in harmony. You know, it's going to like, so when women get to that place of healing, and loving themselves and raising that standard all the way up. I mean, men have no choice at this point. They have to meet them where they are because they're not going down there to go ahead and play in these lower frequencies. And I'm speaking to the powerful women of the world that have decided to embody and embrace who they are. And bring all of that into balance, you know, because, you know, it's like not everyone is the same at this point in time. And so I'm seeing the shift. And as the shift is happening, more and more uh, women are coming into their power, doing the work, healing the work, you know, healing themselves. And so for me, you know, being um, like a warder a wingman for the divine feminine, you know, it's obvious that my position is to go ahead and be that role model and provide that guidance and mentorship for 
the masculine because you know it's about all itself and so if we're going to bring a, a a balanced vibration to the planet then it's we're going to need both polarities we're going to need both energetics yeah absolutely this That's is not balanced. something that this is not about all oh, the divine feminine is on top and everybody just pay attention, shut up and listen. That's not what this is. You know what I mean? Because again, no. we have these energies within ourselves as men as well. Right. Just and like I'm so woman. glad. Yeah. I'm so glad you touched on this because for so long, you know, like when I would, you know, do my workshops and I'm working with uh, clients and such, I would talk about this, the rise of the divine feminine. And it's beyond it's beyond gender and gender roles. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an energy, guys. It's an energy yes. because, again, the divine feminine represents creation. It mm -hmm. represents compassion for mm -hmm. our fellow man. It re it represents the divine mother, mm -hmm. nature, all mm -hmm. of that embodied. You know what I'm saying? That's what it essentially represents. Because so many people want, oh, this sounds very feminist. This sounds, mm -hmm. you know, and they and they get all into the misogyny of it all, and it, mm -hmm. you're. You're missing the point. Yeah. yeah. That's the programming that we're breaking. Right. That's the yeah. unlearning that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening right now is people are, so you're going to go before anything gets better. Sometimes they say it gets worse because it's like you're digging up some things that has been, yeah. have been covered. Yeah. You didn't even know it was there. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, it's to, to many beings is a surprise. It's a shock to the nervous system. Yeah. You know, to, to realize, oh, so my life is a fucking lie. Like everything that I've done or, or known or thought was actually, you know, in reverse. <laughs> yep. You know, so, oh man. So, so it's a lot of, um, so you got to hold a certain type of space and frequency to be able to understand where people are. Yeah. Love them for, and see them and meet them where they are. You know, so that way they have the opportunity. You know, that's how you create opportunity now mm -hmm. for others to come into themselves. So you have to have an abundance of compassion. Yeah. You have to have all of these uh, high frequency uh, vibrations running through your vessel and through your consciousness at all times in order to be able to manage, you know, moving in and out of this reality. You know, yeah. all these different spaces that we find ourselves in. Right. That's true. Definitely and again, true. it's it's getting rid, like you said, of the stereotypes and the misconceptions of what divine masculine and divine feminine mm -hmm. is. You know what I mean? It's something that we both have. Like you said, we have both energies within us. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of allowing yourself to tap into those energies because i think that's what it is i think a lot of times um especially you know for guys i've noticed in the past you know like i they're afraid to emote or they're afraid to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. and those are all requirements of tapping into your feminine <laughs> yeah. and then you know i don't Man. you know boys don't cry you know that oh whole ideology <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's moving past that and understanding this is an energy that's already within you. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of allowing yourself to tap in. Yeah. Yeah. To me, you know, this it's is like, how sickness yeah. comes out. This is how yeah. uh, you can become All day. sick. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because 
because you suppress certain emotions and certain energies and 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 all of this stuff is is held in the body right mm-hmm. and, and these different organs if you study the different organs you'll realize they'll be responsible for different emotions that you experience and so once you begin to go ahead and pull the thread right and then you start unraveling like you mentioned before you start to see that these emotions are rooted in this program and this experience and this trauma and this uh, distorted, inverted form of consciousness. And once you go ahead and clear that out, now you start to allow healing to take place. Now energy is being moved. And that's why I love Reiki because it, it's a, it helps you greatly with this stuff, right? Because in the body, we have all of this energy. Once you learn how to move certain energy in and out of your body and release uh, deep shame, deep guilt, deep regrets, once you start to transmute this energy, because energy, like I mentioned before, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It's either flowing like currents of energy or it's being trapped and accumulated in a certain location. And your body keeps the score mm-hmm. of where the energy is and how it's flowing through you. And this, this is, is why we, this is science, you know, like it really is. It's, it's spirituality. Science. That's what I say about spirituality is just the study of science or science is just the study of spirituality. All day. You know? And so mm-hmm. they yeah, can't have one without the other. Right. They so, coincide. Right. Mm-hmm. They coincide. Right. What I told you, Billy, remember I told you, I was like, this is common science, you know, about energy and, and exactly it doesn't die, guys like this, Sir Isaac Newton, uh, Albert Einstein, right. they were aware that energy neither dies or dissipates. It simply moves from one entity to another. It transmutes, <laughs> yes. it rebuilds, yeah. it regenerates, but it constantly keeps going. Mm-hmm. It's eternal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you think about it too, it's like, you know, how can you how can you call a different kind of energy into yourself, change into yourself, all of these things into yourself and it shifts, you know, your energy to abundance without doing the inner work. The energy that you are inside is the energy that you give and the energy that you call to yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you don't change the energy that you are inside to shift and reflect what it is that you want to call into you you're not going to get what you're looking for. And as hard as you're trying to manifest and doing all of these things and saying all of these affirmations until you unravel, until you do that inner work, until you do the shadow work and really embrace your shadow side because shadow work is not getting rid of your shadow. It's facing your shadow and understanding that it's a part of you and understanding the part of you that it is, mm-hmm. you know, and shifting that perf- that perception and that understanding and that understanding of it. Mm-hmm. then it's like you shift your energy and then you start to notice well now i'm trying to manifest now i'm trying to create and i see these things flowing to me i see these small blessings in everything that i do i woke up this morning and it's fucking nine degrees outside but my bed is warm i have heat i have warm mm-hmm. pajamas i have all of these beautiful things around me that i was taking for granted before that i wasn't giving gratitude for before and as you develop more and more gratitude, you start to see that more and more abundance comes to you because you become aware of it. And it's not necessarily that it wasn't there. You just Absolutely. weren't seeing it before. And now as you see it, you start to call it into yourself because now you're just full of abundance and gratitude. And if you're full of abundance and gratitude, you can only give it. And then it's going to come yeah. right back to you. 
And then that's when you start to see like, oh, you know what? Life is beautiful. Energy is beautiful. People are beautiful. The, the world actually isn't shit. It's actually filled with beautiful, energetic spirits and lights and all of these things. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't seeing it before. My eyes were closed before. Yeah. Now that my eyes are open, wow, the fucking possibilities really are endless. Everything you lit you literally are limitless. And when you have that full yes. understanding of mm -hmm. it, it's like, holy shit, you know what? I don't want this fucking life. I'm switching my life and I refuse to do anything less. <laughs> right. Honestly. I mean, that's that's the that's why I mentioned about uh your life is a ceremony and you're the master of the ceremony that ritualize your life because these are the things that are gonna keep you in a uh, place of gratitude and it's going to keep you conscious and aware of the reality because being inside of bodies and sometimes taking in certain uh things into the body, we forget. We go to sleep every day, we wake up, we forget what we have to do the next day. And so when you ritualize your life, you develop a routine, you develop mm -hmm. uh, a way of staying on track and calling in more because it's like a practice. Like if you're in the gym, you want bigger muscles, you got to go to the gym and you got to exercise and you know, that part. Mm -hmm. the work that you put in, the work can't do you, you have to do the work. Yeah. And as and you do it, it flows with ease. There is no force. You don't have to force anything. Literally do not have to force. It will flow to you with ease. And like, and working with you, Miguel, it's like, I see everything just like coming. Like, I remember when we first spoke, you were like, yeah, next year, man, next year, it's going to be big. We're going to do big things. <laughs> like, you're going to see like, you know, end of January, February, it's going to start to flow together. And I remember being like, okay, I trust you. I don't <laughs> see how the hell that's going to happen, but all right, like I'm with it. Let's go. And now I'm like, yo, fuck Miguel. Like I see everything. And like, we're on a podcast right now. Yeah, Here like, we are. are. <laughs> like I see Come things on. happening and my spiritual gifts are like, you know, yeah. and I'm like, I feel my ancestors every time I'm like, I start to say the word ancestor and I see them circled around me and I'm like, oh, Man, that's so I never even knew that was possible. But to <laughs> feel it now, I'm like, yo, you, you sure you want to fuck with me? Like, do you realize who I got behind me? Like, do you realize who I got around me right now? You right. sure you want to do that? The legion, the like, legion. I, I am protected as fuck more than you can even imagine because whatever you're picturing it's like times infinity, honey. So, like, you sure you really want to do this? <laughs> seriously, you know, like yeah, seriously, you ain't you, man. That's the truth right there. So, this was a, an amazing conversation, and Miguel, thank you so much for coming yes. to oh, be our so, special so guest beautiful. today. <laughs> this is I'm very grateful for this conversation, and I'm sure everyone that's listening is too. And I just want to say that that's the mantra. All right. <laughs> ritualize your life yeah, <laughs> there yeah. it is that that is a perfect way of uh really just simplifying it that's it there it is you know because sometimes you just need to to make it simple some people overcomplicate things they Oof. overthink it you know what that i'm saying one. so yeah. ritualize your life guys that's it right that's it yeah. that's awesome. anything could be a ritual literally when you take a bath water is cleansing yeah Take so, a shower and wash yourself. Yeah, we do yourself as you do it. The water is flowing down your body, and you're releasing all of the energy and all of the all of the 
things that don't serve you. And as you open that curtain and you breathe in the air, you bring in everything beautiful that you want to bring into you. Like Ooh. literally every yeah. everything is a chance to shift your energy. And that's it. The intent of it is where it all comes. It's the intent. The intent is the most like important thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it starts with the self. Self-care, self-love, you know, self-awareness. Yeah. That is the very root of it all, guys. So speak, speak life into <laughs> yes. speak life over you because here's another thing I want to leave you with. Um, just like you have a womb that you create from, your mouth is also a womb that you mm -hmm. create out of. Mm -hmm. So when you speak, you're bringing life or death over you. Mm -hmm. So yep. you know because that's a you're creating out of your tongue. Like if you can go ahead and, and look into it, the tongue is, is one of the most powerful things in your body. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's right in this area up here, not too far from your third eye, your first eye, not too far from your ears, not too far from your senses, you know? And so um, be mindful. Yeah. Absolutely. Be mindful of what you're speaking into your reality. Because you are a powerful being and you are a co-creator. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Uh, this is a great conversation again. Uh, thank you for coming on. And yeah, um, we got your links down below, guys, if you want to get in touch with Miguel. And as you mentioned, you know, sometimes you just need to uh, get in touch with someone who is, you know, um, experienced and who is well versed you know so yeah, yeah just reaching out you know yeah. that's so important and for anyone who is looking to to work with you or to talk to you like how well, how, how does that work well you have to go to the himalayan mountains you have to see this bird that's flying <laughs> and the time that the sun is beaming you know 90 degrees on this on this tourmaline stone that will reveal a cave that i will be in yeah so for you gamers <laughs> yeah i got this you'll be, be there levitating well, so no but you can i'm really active on facebook and and instagram right now so um my instagram is soul underscore royalty you can reach out to me there um and there'll be a link on my bio where you can go ahead and uh, take a deeper look at what I do. Um, my Facebook, of course, is Miguel Gonzalez. I will send you the link so that way you can put it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I'm super grateful that I was able to uh, spend this quality time with you ladies um, and knowing that this is just part one of a two-part yeah. series. Ooh, yeah, most definitely. Maybe more, honestly, because yeah. I feel like we need to talk about plant medicine. We didn't even really touch on divine union. And I'm just and like, Reiki and all that stuff. All so of the things. We'll definitely <laughs> so. be continuing this conversation for sure. But again, Absolutely. guys, this is Deep Soul Awakenings. And thank you to our special guest, Miguel Gonzalez. And thank you to all of you that have been supporting and listening. To those of you that are new, welcome to the tribe, guys. And until next week, this is Deep Soul Awakenings. Peace. Thanks.
Thanks for listening to this episode and continuing on this journey with us. Be sure to join our growing communities on Facebook and Instagram. We can't wait to have you back with us next week. Thank you for allowing us to be your voice. Until next time, remember to take care and be kind to yourself.